After tonight's loss to the LA Kings, the Blue Jackets are officially the laughingstock of the NHL, and their season is probably over. You can count the playoffs out by now. That's today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Hayden Heilshorn. Out today is my co-host, Jay Foster. I'm here to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite team in ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before I get going, thank you to the everydayer for making this your first listen every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. We're free on YouTube, and we're free on the Sirius xm app this episode is brought to you by game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on nhl for 20 dollars off your first purchase that was a recap of the blue jackets third period tonight they had a chance to get two points from a very good la kings team and for the what feels like the 10th time this season already and the 30th time probably in the last two seasons, the Blue Jackets blew a third-period lead, and they leave their fans completely disappointed. They leave, yeah, they leave behind what could have been a jump start to a really good run, a really good push for the playoffs. And instead, it all gets crapped away at the last minute. At the last minute, and not even, not even, because... Honestly, hand up if you thought the Blue Jackets were going to win that game going into the third period. My hand is up. You can't see this if you're listening on the podcast. My hand is in the air right now because I thought that even a team as dysfunctional as the Columbus Blue Jackets could win a hockey game with a 3-0 lead going into the third period at home. And I was wrong. I was dead wrong. And I've been following this team for the last two decades of my life, and I was dead wrong. I'll tell you, I still bet on the Kings, though. I still bet on the Kings tonight because I knew the number one rule in any sort of for any sort of sports gambler out there right now should be that if the Columbus Blue Jackets of the NHL are going into the third period with a lead, you bet against the other team. And boy, did that pay greatly for me tonight. It did. But I am still just sick to my stomach thinking that anybody on this cold, wet night in December in Columbus decided to drive down to Nationwide Arena tonight to watch the LA Kings wear those atrocious uniforms. I mean, just terrible, terrible. Like, that was fun. That's maybe fun for, like, a winter classic. But, gosh, their players got to be – they probably stink in the playoffs because they wear those all year. And the players are just, they've been blinded all season because like they have blind spots out there on the, on the ice. I don't even know how these guys are playing. They probably are playing better hockey than the jackets and they're completely blinded. Honestly, the Chrome domes could have blinded the blue jackets tonight is what I is the one excuse that they may have have that they may have right now. I'm excuse me. Sorry. I'm just so fed up. I was waiting for the game recap to come back out on this game. 
just to see if I could come up with anything positive after rewatching the game a second time. I paid myself that way. So I, I watched this game happen live and I tried to come up with an answer as to why the Blue Jackets did what they did in this third period this time around. And the only thing I could come up with is the LA Kings helmets were just so bright that it caused a, it just caused a blind spot after a prolonged period of time, which for the Blue Jackets, a long time is uh, 40 minutes. 40 minutes is a long, substantial amount of time. 60 minutes, that's way too long. That's way too long to ask the Columbus Blue Jackets to do anything. The fact that they even put on a Blue Jackets uniform is all we should be asking of them because, after all, the Blue Jackets are a poverty franchise, and any player or any coaching staff member or anybody that associates themselves with the Columbus Blue Jackets is just doing them a favor. So not going to ask the Blue Jackets to do anything longer than 40 minutes. And for 60-plus minutes, because there was an overtime tonight, the Blue Jackets had to look across the ice at a very fast-moving L.A. Kings uh, shiny – Helmet, there was five of them on the ice um, for most of the game. There were some points in the game where there was only four. And I think the Blue Jackets, hell, I, I watched the game twice, and I still don't even know how they did on the power play. It probably wasn't good. Probably wasn't good. Uh, the first goal tonight, pardon me, was a power play goal. Shout out Krill Marchenko. That also reminds me, by the way, that was the one – positive thing I'll say tonight was shout out Kirill Marchenko, but the refs did try to give the Blue Jackets a goal early in that game too. Johnny Gaudreau, who's been colder than Antarctica lately, ripped one off the post and the ref was just like, yeah, that was in. Come on. That was sick, guys. And like everybody at Nationwide was like, yeah, that was sick. That has to be a goal. Shout out Johnny. He was actually the only one on the ice. I was like, yeah, I don't think that was a goal, guys. Because it, it wasn't. Hit off the iron. Um, Blue Jackets end up getting three goals after that anyway. And then, yeah, there was a moment where, again, I thought the Blue Jackets were going to win this game. And I, I, I don't know why I put myself in that situation as a fan. I'm glad that I bet on the LA Kings, like I said. But, boy, it's so sad rooting for this team. It's so sad. The season's over. You can't win that game. You can't win anything. You can't win anything. That game that game was handed to you. The Kings were flat-footed early. I was, I was texting my buddy, and I was like, the Kings stink. The Kings stink. Like, they, they're, never, they're not going to win anything this year. Let's be – they could. They could. I'm not going to be that guy that says the Kings can't win anything this year or won't. They're a very good team. But let's be honest, okay? They're – they're having some early season success. And when they wanted to turn it on tonight, they could. But for two periods there, they were very slow looking, very lazy looking. And Columbus took advantage, as they should. Thankfully, Johnny Gaudreau, he, he hit the iron, but he did later score. Thank you for showing up, Johnny, at this, like, you know, it's game 28, 29, whatever. But, hey, thank you for showing up to this year. Um it's over already. You're too late. The team's already out of the playoffs. I'm declaring them out today. I 
uh, that reminds me, I have to set up this show and what I'm going to talk about because the higher ups are asking. You're like, what higher ups? There's higher ups. Second segment, we're going to talk about the game more and exactly what happened, the semantics of the game. And maybe just make a little bit more sense because I know I've just been raging so far to start this one. The third period, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to look up a 2024 NHL mock draft live on the podcast. And we're going to sit and talk about it because the season's over, guys. This game tonight is just a clear-cut example of what this team is going to give you the rest of the season. It's going to be 40 minutes of very enjoyable, very watchable hockey. And then when the other team wants to win, they're going to win. That's just how it's going to go. Because Columbus has all the right guys on the ice. I know they didn't have Patrick Laine tonight, but they don't need him because apparently he's been playing like trash, according to everybody in our comments, according to everybody. He hasn't been playing the greatest, but still, he's Patrick Laine. He's one of your top dogs. Whatever. It's, uh, I'm just I'm getting all riled up again, and I don't want to start with that. And, yeah, the point is, is the Blue Jackets should have won this one, guys. This is – I don't know. I know the LA Kings are a good team again, but this is there's no excusing this loss tonight. And yeah, I, I if I sit here and, and ponder on anything positive to pull out of this game, it's just gonna drive me crazy. I was kind of excited to talk about the Matthew Olivier goal. I thought he had a really good shift. I thought he had a really good shift. I didn't think that um him and line a would look good on a line together, but and Ken Johnson, that was the other one on that line on that goal. That was a good line. That was a really fun line because Matthew Olivier, he's not the greatest guy on the ice. Nobody's mistaking him for that, except for the LA Kings announcers tonight. They thought for one brief moment, they thought that Matthew Olivier and Alexander Texier were the same person, which was very funny, very entertaining, but don't ask me why I was watching the Kings broadcast, by the way. Just that stupid issue with Bally Sports. I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about this. Because I don't know who's owned by who now in media, but God, I'm so fed up with Bally Sports. It's ridiculous. So I don't listen to the LA Kings announcers tonight. I'm missing Jeff Rimmer's last season, his farewell season for this, for the LA Kings announcers mixing up Matthew Olivier and Alexander Texier. But anyway, Matthew Olivier just kind of plays with that rugged style. He's just kind of lower his shoulder, kind of just push through a guy kind of player. Ken Johnson's the keep his head up kind of guy, make a smooth pass. And Adam Fantilli's both those things combined. So that line was fun to watch. And I'd like to see more of it. Um, I was excited to talk about that. I was excited to talk about that. And I was going to make the whole next segment maybe about that. I might actually still make the whole next segment. Maybe about that because, again, there's not much else positive to talk about this team. So it is what it is. You just move on. I, like I said, in the third segment, I'm going to look up the 2024 NHL mock draft, and I'm going to start talking about who the Black, who the Blue Jackets need to start tanking for. And, yeah, we'll get there next, or we'll get there shortly here on Locked on Blue Jackets. So if you want to be sad like anybody in 
this city of Columbus on this Tuesday night that decided to go to a Blue Jackets game and watch their team lose. Well, if you want to do that too, maybe don't go watch the Blue Jackets. Maybe go watch somebody good like the Cleveland Browns or the Cincinnati Bengals. Both those teams are above 500. And hey, this time of year, it's a great time of year to be above 500. It's also a great time of year to go check out a game. And if you're not really the big planner when it comes to trying to, you know, plan a, a game to go to, I highly recommend just downloading the Game Time app because it's just one of those things where you don't need to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event with Game Time. It's a fast and easy way to buy tickets uh, to all sorts of events, sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. I just went to the Nutcracker this past weekend with Game Time. It has killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guaranteed. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. You can browse through the Game Time app, and you will see easily what I'm talking about. They have great deals, last-minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. It's an easy way to find and buy tickets in your area. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. You can download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Well, the NFL season, I just mentioned the Browns and Bengals. They're both doing well. And it's not too late to get in on the action this NFL season because with FanDuel right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. I'm a Lions fan. I've been betting them heavily, been taking opponents very lightly, beat the snot out of the Saints this past weekend. I'm probably going to take the Lions again this weekend against the Bears, but Right now, new customers, $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. It's $150 if your team wins. So if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. You can bet on things like spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, like I said, the Blue Jackets may have found something with Adam Fantilli, Ken Johnson, and Matthew Olivier. Again, I think this is one of those things where Adam Fantilli, he's going to look good no matter who he plays with this year. So if you pair if you pair him with any sort of veteran who is kind of doing whatever he can to stay in the lineup on a night-in, night-out basis, which is Matthew Olivier, he's a healthy scratch kind of every other night, doesn't know when he's going to be playing, kind of looking for that permanent spot in the NHL, money. Because Adam Fantilli is going to drive the speed on the ice for both teams, no matter who's on the ice. Adam Fantilli likely, unless Connor McDavid is out there, Adam Fantilli is probably the fastest player on the ice. And he just moves with so much speed. Matthew Olivier is very good along the boards. That shift that led to the goal, that whole shift, Matthew Olivier was putting in work, helped the Blue Jackets get in the offensive zone. Kent Johnson looked very good. Kent Johnson's one of those players where he gets a lot of slack for, or he takes a lot of heat for being a slow player. But really, he's always at the right spot at the right time. Like he, again, the Blue Jackets have had no offense, have had no, no luck when, you know, 
putting up tons of goals this year or finding consistent offense late in games, especially tonight. But when they do get brilliant plays out of guys like Ken Johnson, I just want to see more of it. So, hey, maybe Pascal Vincent, maybe maybe Adam Fantilli, Kent Johnson, Matthew Olivier, maybe that's your third line right there. Maybe it's your second line, honestly. Maybe it's your top line for all I care. Because Johnny Gaudreau, even though he had a goal tonight, still I thought there were other opportunities where I'm like, man, this was a chance for a guy like Johnny Gaudreau, who's supposed to be this big game breaker. This was the big free agent the Blue Jackets signed, right? He's supposed to be the guy that gets the win late in games. He's the difference maker. He's the, you know, that stat wins above average or wins above average, whatever war means, whatever that means. Like the, the Johnny Gaudreau is supposed to be that player in between the lines of the game that makes the difference that helps your team get that extra point. Tonight, I felt like he was the reason the Blue Jackets lost a point. I know that is crazy given the fact that he scored a goal tonight, but still, it feels like it's these top performers on this team that are letting them down because it's game 27 now, whatever. I'm losing count. And Johnny Gaudreau scored his third goal, fourth goal of the season. Like, that is not acceptable for the guy that is making the most money on this team this year. As a forward, he's not even a defenseman. If he was a defenseman, it'd be a different story. But nobody pays defensemen that much money. And in fact, the one of the highest paid defensemen in the league is Zach Rensky, and he's been just fine. So it's not even like all the star players. Like, obviously, Boone Jenner's had a good year. The guy has 13 goals in 25 games. Boone Jenner, I'm talking about. Like, that's unbelievable. Like, why is he leading this team in goals? It should be Johnny. It should be Patrick Line. It should be Kirill Marchenko. Kirill Marchenko is only in his second season in the NHL, and he's got eight goals this year. I've had no problem with the way he's been playing. I've had no problem with the way Dmitry Vronkov has been playing. Like, these are the guys that have outscored Johnny Gaudreau. Those two guys I just named, Dmitry Vronkov and Kirill Marchenko. Both those guys have more goals than Johnny Gaudreau this year. This is That's crazy. That's asinine. Um, and it's just sad, really, is what it is. Because this is a game the Blue Jackets in the past would have won. And maybe a better coach team would have won. I don't know. Maybe a Torts coach team I'm talking about. Torts is really the only good coach. The only good coach the Blue Jackets have had. I'm not going to give Pascal Vincent the good NHL coach pass yet. He's an okay NHL coach. I don't know if he's a good coach yet because he hasn't given me a reason to believe that. He's kept this team in games and this Blue Jackets team has been competitive this year. And obviously, they had a 3-0 lead tonight over the LA Kings, who are one of the best teams in the Western Conference. Like, they're doing something right, but they're not winning the games. And, like, in the NHL, that, that makes all the difference. In professional sports, in all of sports, that makes all the difference is the wins and losses. And it's been a lot more losses than wins lately. So, I don't know. It's... It's frustrating. Again, it's hair pulling. And if I sit here and ponder more about it, it's just going to drive me crazy. So I think it's time that I just move on and talk about something completely different. And I'll do that next because this has been something I've been putting off. I've been wanting to believe that the Columbus Blue Jackets can make the playoffs this year. I'm out on that. I think I'm probably out on that because – they're not winning games. If they can't beat a, 
any if they can't win with a three nothing lead and in, going into the third period at home, then I don't know what to tell you because they're not going to beat anybody. They can't beat the LA. I know the LA Kings are a good team. Okay, I know, but they're not the best. They're not like the Colorado Avalanche or the Vegas Golden Knights or, you know, they're not the New Jersey Devils. I know that's an Eastern Conference team, but, yeah, they're not one of those teams. They're a Western Conference team. They're they're the L.A. Kings, guys, like the Blue Jackets. Oh, whatever. All right. I got to move on. Anyway, Blue Jackets are probably looking at a lottery pick. I'll talk about who exactly they'll have their eyes on next on Locked on Blue Jackets. When you're drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could do the same thing with your business team? If you're building a roster to win the league, you need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, Assessments, and Virtual Interviews. You hate waiting? Indeed's U.S. data shows over 80% of Indeed employees find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description perfectly the moment they sponsor a job. So, you know, when I'm getting on my different apps for sports wagering, I'll find a team that I match with instantly just by the vibes. And usually it's a team that's playing the Blue Jackets. And if you're looking for I know it's a terrible example, but I just have how bad the Blue Jackets are on the top of my head. So if you're looking for a good candidate, the way that I look for good picks on websites that I use to gamble on, um, then Indeed is where you need to go to grow your business because it's just the place. You have to make every dollar count. That's why you need Indeed. You only pay for quality applications that match your must-have job requirements Indeed knows that finding people with the right skills makes all the difference when you're hiring from a team of one. So visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on. Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application. Pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. I'm doing it. You guys are listening to me do this or you're watching me do it on YouTube. But I am typing 2024 NHL mock draft. This is not something I like to talk about on December 5th, but which is December 6th, if you're listening to this. Um, but I'm going to talk about it. And right now, the number one overall pick, according to myNHLDraft.com, which I don't know if these dudes are legit, but it was the first thing that popped up, a one Macklin Celebrini. Okay. So that's the guy. That is the guy, according to myNHLDraft.com, Macklin Celebrini. Let's go somewhere else. Let's go somewhere like tankathon.com. This could be fun. Okay, same guy. Number one, Macklin Celebrini. He's a left wing, center, right wing. I guess he can play all types of positions. That's good in a system like Pascal Vincent has because he doesn't like to have positions. He just likes to have three forwards out there. And he's a six foot, 190 pound forward from Boston University. How is BU doing this year? You might ask. Uh, let me find that out for you. NCAA hockey rankings, Boston University, BU. They are number two 
11, four and one this year. So having a nice, nice season. They're number two, uh, I guess in, in, in college hockey, you can be tied at number two with Boston college. So, huh, that's interesting, but yeah, Macklin Celebrini, that's the guy that us blue jackets fans are going to be drooling over for the next, uh, I don't know what call it six, seven months. When is the NHL draft in June? So yeah, actually, let me let me look up that. Let me look up when the NHL draft actually is because that's the next time I'm going to care about the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, June 28th, 2024. Uh, oh, it's going to be held in the Sphere in Las Vegas. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. Okay, so, hey, I don't need to go to any Blue Jackets games this year. I can just start planning my trip to Vegas to go to the Sphere to watch the Blue Jackets draft Macklin Celebrini. The six foot forward from Boston University. He's going to be the next savior of the franchise. So cool. Cool. This is a really good spot to be in. I'm doing great. I'm doing fantastic. We're all doing good. We're all Blue Jackets fans here. Hopefully, at this point in the episode, hopefully, all the hate watchers have already dropped off. And if you're just a Blue Jackets fan, still sitting here listening to this, um, I don't know what to tell you. See you in a couple months. Um, a couple months, maybe call it like seven months because this season's over. There's no reason to believe that this team can claw back and make a playoff spot. I guess you could say crazier things have happened, but I don't really believe it with this team. They just don't seem to have the guys that make the difference late in games to put them over the top. They haven't had the that, that player actually really since Artemi Panarin, to be honest. They have not had that player since Artemi Panarin. I thought for the longest time it was Patrick Laine. I thought for a short period of time it was Johnny Gaudreau. Um, I guess I've been hoping that it's Adam Fantilli. I've been hoping it's a guy like Kirill Marchenko. Uh, it's kind of too early to call it for those guys. But from what I've seen so far, not really seeing it in the clutch moments, guys, from either of those two players. Either of those two players. Nobody on this team really is stepping up when they need to. The goalie's been just okay this year. He's had some good games. He's had some bad games. But uh, it's been mostly bad from this team, to be completely honest. And it's been no fun. But um, I hope it gets better. I hope it gets better. But at the same time, it probably needs to get worse. The Blue Jackets probably need to try to draft this guy in Macklin Celebrini. This probably needs to be the guy you go after. Um, another guy that is going to be going to Boston University soon. He's the number two overall pick, according to Tankathon, and uh, probably the other website too, which I've already dipped out of, is Cole Iserman. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't really want to start doing this. This is a, this is a sad thing to do on a late Tuesday night after a disappointing Blue Jackets game. Um. One of many, one of many, and at this point, I'm just kind of numb to them. I'm just kind of there's a lot of there's a lot of scarring from being a fan of this team. And I mean, hand up, I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel a single thing when the Blue Jackets lost to the Kings tonight because I've seen it a million times. I've it feels like I've seen it a million times this season alone, but as a Blue Jackets fan, you just expect disappointment. You just really do expect disappointment. And it's honestly, it's one of those things too, where it's like, 
doing a podcast like this and going out in the streets and seeing people in Blue Jackets gear or just talking to anybody that knows anything about the Blue Jackets. I'm just so surprised because why do they deserve any attention at all in this fourth most popular American sport? Like they're, they're easily bottom five most relevant hockey team, bottom four maybe even. It feels like right now, it feels like they're more relevant than they are right now because they've been in the news cycle a ton, especially this past offseason. But at this point, it's just a pathetic team to watch. Um, it's no fun. And at I've known this for a while. You've probably known this for a while. The everydayers definitely have known this. And it's just until until they actually win something of significance – which I don't know when that's going to happen or if it's ever going to happen, then there's absolutely no reason to care. So, um, yeah, other than that, um, thank you guys for listening to today's episode. Um, I'll be back tomorrow. (laughs) Well, someone will be back tomorrow, either me or Jay. One of us will be back tomorrow to talk about whatever game is next. I don't even care. It's, it's all ridiculous at this point. So, um, Thank you guys so much for making this your first listen every day. If you want to follow along with us on Twitter, you can find me there at HaydenH971. Jay is on there at underscore J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. The show is under is there at underscore or at, excuse me, L-O underscore Blue Jackets. And as always, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on the SiriusXM app. We're free on YouTube. Hit subscribe if you're watching it on YouTube. Blue Jackets next game, by the way, is Thursday. They are on Long Island playing the Islanders, who I'm sure have just been having a fine season this year. Yep. Yep. They're 10-7 and 7, you know, fourth place in the Metro. Nice and settled there, competing for a playoff spot. Kind of where I thought the Blue Jackets would be with the roster that they had constructed, but nope, nope. Looking up already, already have done it. Macklin Celebrini. He's the guy we'll talk about him for the next seven months. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.